I feel like knowledge is power. And in this industry, if we could teach other artists how to become self-sufficient off of their music in monetary value, there would be no need to work a nine to five. And if we could help educate other people, I feel like we would be doing our industry a favor. This podcast will be covering everything from marketing on social media, for how to deal with haters, how to get motivated, and how to accomplish basic goals. There is a huge amount of smoke and mirrors when you first get started rapping or playing in a band, and you really don't realize how much you do not know about this industry until it comes time to drop an album. Recording the album, that's pretty easy. You just find a studio to record it at. The steps you take after you walk out of a recording studio with your very first album is where things get really muddy. That's where your career actually starts. At least that's how I feel. I'm a person that feels that making music only accounts for 10% of the time that you need to utilize as a musician. The other 90% of the time you utilize as a musician or as a bandmate or as an artist, if you're solo, needs to be spent on marketing. Marketing is an area that is really gray to a lot of us. The area of marketing that I want to touch on during this episode is social media marketing. It is the most popular platform that many indie artists utilize to market but they seem to go about it the wrong way. And it's easy to understand why they do. I went about it the wrong way for about 10 years. And then I started listening to influencers on YouTube like Busy Works Beats, Curtis King, and Lifestyle Did It. And they opened my eyes to a whole new world. Many of us, after we set up a social media profile on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, we seem to think that the main thing we need to do to market correctly is spam our music. And we all have various different ideas of what the definition of spamming is. I classify spamming as many different things. If I get a message from someone I've never talked to before on social media, and the first thing they say is, yo, check out my website, or yo, check out my new song, I classify that as spamming. Or if I get a sandwich in a message, I call them sandwiches. If they say, hey, I like your music. This is really cool about your song. Let's work sometime together. And at the end of the messages, will you please support me on YouTube? Please subscribe and like my video. Blah, blah, blah. That's spamming. Spamming to me also is sharing the same thing more than one time in succession, or even at different times on social media. Now, it sucks because when you don't have a lot of money to spend for marketing, if you don't have a budget to where you can allocate $50 to $100 a month on marketing, it seems like the only avenue you have left is to spam people, to share the same content over and over if you've only made one song a month, or if you've only released one music video a month. It's hard to understand the other things that we can accomplish on social media that will grab attention to the links we want people to look at. We're going to approach this problem with many different tactics. We're going to start with my favorite one first. Building real relationships with people that you want to listen to your music. 
The reason this works is based in cognitive psychology. It's based on the principle of if you give someone something, they now feel indebted to you to give you something back. It's a foundation that many scams are built on. It's a foundation that many businesses are built on when it comes to multi-level marketing and pyramid schemes. The reason I mention that is it's funny to think of the term because you're like, oh, I would never sign up for a pyramid scheme. Yeah, me either, bro. But the problem is some of their tactics they have to get people in those schemes are very insidious. It kind of tricks people in a way to get into them. The same way that we're going to cognitively trick people to get them to listen to your music without them even knowing they're being spammed. It's what I like to call spamming people without them knowing they're being spammed. Did you see how clever that was? So let's say on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. On Facebook to a group that has something to do with rap music or the genre that you play in. On Twitter, you search hashtag rapper or whatever. And on Instagram, you search hashtag rapper, anything that you want to search that pertains to your niche or your genre. When you find someone, actually listen to whatever they've uploaded. Find out if it's the same criteria that your music would fit under, because y'all have similar taste if that's the case. Why don't you like that song? Why don't you comment that song? Something very specific to the song so they know that you're not a bot. Comment, hey, I like this part. Right around this time, when you say this, even though it sounds extremely white (laughs) or whatever, it shows them that you actually cared enough to listen to their song. Because you may be one person commenting something real on there that they can be like, this person's real and verify that you're real because of what you say. And the rest of their comments can be from bots because all of the social media platforms are filled with them now. It's going to strike them as, oh, this person's different. It gives them a sense of, it gives them a reason to have hope in you, right? You're going to wait for them to like your comment and maybe even comment you back. And that's when you're going to hit them in the DM. Say something to them like, yeah, I was really feeling that. What are you working on now? Or what do you have cooking up now? What kind of projects do you have in the cut? Just ask them something like that to where they've got to respond to you. And then they're going to respond to you and they're going to be like, man, this person's really starting to fan my music. Well, somewhere along this conversation you're now having with this person, there's going to be a time when they ask you, oh, what do you do? Or maybe even just to stay current in the context of the conversation, maybe they already want to know what you do. So they go to your bio and they check a link just so they feel like they know what they're talking about. It's a complex we have as humans. We like to know things about the conversations that we're having. That way we don't feel like we're out of the conversation or we don't feel like we're dumb per se. So you may have already tricked them into checking out your music before they even ask you for a link to your music, before they even ask you what you do. I've had a lot of people do that to me about beats, and it's kind of cool because I approach them all the same way, so they'll check out my beats. And then it always comes around to the time of them being like, oh, I see you make beats. This joint right here is fire because of what you do in this part right here. And I'm like, yeah, it worked again. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of a an insidious twist to the I give you something, give me something game. Because all in all, what you're asking for is not that much anyway. You're just asking for a view or a stream, but you can either look like the guy on the corner of the street that's begging for change, or you can go around talking to people about themselves, making them feel good about themselves, and they will give you that stream instead. 
And there's a big difference, I understand. When you send links to people, 10 or 20 people at a time, you're trying to make a conversion to have 10 or 20 different streams per session of you sitting down and messaging people. And I get that. But you and 50 other million people are doing the same exact thing, and it's blowing up the inboxes of people like me. If you're in the same mindset that I'm in, I guarantee as soon as you get a message that says, please check out my crap, I would have said a different word, but this is a clean podcast. You probably send it to the spam folder. You hit the delete button as soon as you see the link in there. So you don't pay it any mind. How would you expect anyone else to pay it any mind? If indeed, as soon as you see it yourself, you throw it away. It's the same mindset. But whenever you get an email or whenever you get a DM talking to you about you or your music, you're like, yes, this is what I want to read. It kind of ups the success rate. But in order to create a real fan, you need to develop a trust type relationship. My favorite analogy for this is something that I heard from Busy Works Beats. It's kind of funny to me that when he explains anything to do with marketing, he explains it in the situation of dating or relationships. It's Cool, because us as artists, we do not know a thing about marketing. We don't know how to convert a lot of different analogies to marketing. But the number one thing that we can easily convert to marketing is the relationship analogies. We'll say that you're a guy trying to take a girl out on a first date. Or maybe if you're a chick trying to take a dude out on a first date. I don't know the analytics of who is really going to listen to this podcast yet, so I've got to kind of appeal to both parties here. On the first date, if you try to get a girl or if you try to get a dude in your bed before you even take the girl or before you even take the dude out to dinner, they're probably going to look at you like you're crazy and be like, take me back home because ain't nobody want to feel used. It's a feeling that just doesn't feel right. But if you take time to try to get to know that person to where they can develop trust in you to understand that you're not someone that's just going to hurt them or someone that's just going to use them, you might be able to score if that's what you're aiming for. In this situation, you're just trying to score. You're just trying to earn a stream. But when you spam a person with links to your music, it's almost like you're trying to screw them before you even say, hey, my name is yada yada. Nobody wants to be that guy. Hopefully you find this information useful because you can apply this information to any social network. In future episodes, I have so much knowledge that I want to share with you guys. 